believers, it's time once again for your favorite superhero and webmaker to get tangled up with another meaning. Today, Spidey meets the Blowhard. This is episode 489 for January 2018, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. And you probably recognize that song if you grew up in the 1970s watching PBS and the Electric Company television show. The uh, Spider-Man segments uh, had that song with it, and Spider-Man didn't talk on that show, but uh, he taught kids how to read, etc. Had Morgan Freeman on it. Fun, fun uh, skit, and that's where I started my love of Spider-Man, back in the Electric Company. And the reason I'm talking about that is uh, Mark Alford is a columnist on our front page at SpiderManCrawlspace.com, and he does a monthly column called Cobwebs, and he just did a uh, column about uh, the Electric Company, and uh, so go up and check that out. It's on the right-hand side. I've got all the uh, the articles by him and uh, some others who contribute to the site. That's called Cobwebs by Mark Alford. Another uh, monthly column is Tangled Webs by Thomas Metz. He does a great job. He's been doing it for several years now. And we just hired three new um, editorial writers for Spider-Man. Uh, Joshua Nelson does a column called Overlook Gems, and that uh, looks at Spider-Man stories that you may not have heard of. And then Web Lines by Andre Santana. He does a, a fun uh, article. Uh, the recent one talked a little bit about Doctor Strange. The other one talked a bit about Dan Slott. And then the uh, other new columnist we have is Bill Slattery III. And he does a uh, column called Spider Tracer. And he's, his last three columns uh, spotlighted uh, the various villains in Spider-Man's Rogue Gallery. So, I don't want you guys to overlook those. Those are a lot of fun uh, reading. If you're a fan of JR's uh, Spidey Kicks Butt articles from back in the day, these are very similar to those. They're fun Spider-Man history reads. Before we get on with our show, uh, I want to give some thanks to some people that support us each and every month through Patreon. So, a big thank you goes out to Brian, Craig, Christopher, Andrew, John, Stephen, Michael... Frederico, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, Michael R., Daryl, and Spider-Gwen for helping us pay the bills. We've recently switched web hosts yet again, and I'm about a week into our new host at uh, HostGator.com, and I'm liking it so far. I haven't had the site crash across your fingers, so hopefully we're here to stay for a while with the new host. But thank you to the Patreon supporters that help pay those bills for those expensive uh, website hosting costs. If you would like to support the site and the podcast, log on to our front page at SpiderManCrawlspace.com. Look on the right-hand side. It says uh, support the site on Patreon, and it's also at the bottom of every article. All right, enough with me and these intros. Let's get on with the reviews. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our January Spider Review Show. Let's introduce the panel. We've got George. George, what's going on? Happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year. And my uh my New Year's uh my New Year's resolution mm-hmm. um is to uh is to be kinder and nicer to uh to my fellow Texan Spidey dude. All right. Aww. Of course, you know, I mean resolutions are meant to be broken. I mean that's why people do them. That's the whole <laughs> point of them. So and, and, and I already took my first shot at him before the show even I know, yeah, like so. you failed within the first ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. I, I although I, although in my defense, I don't think I was really trying. <laughs> and we have Ashley. What's going on, Ashley? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I think I've discovered my superpower. What is it? What is it? Well, it can neither be explained by science, nor does it allow me to live a normal life. See, when I get cold, because, you know, we're having this uh, little cold snap down here where it's been consistently in the 20s for the past seven or so days. 
Right. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> crying. I'm just crying. <laughs> hey, born and bred in Georgia. This is not normal. So when I get cold, I sweat. My feet, oh. my hands, everything sweats. So I'm that's freezing power I sweating? Layer up because I sweat. So that's my superpower, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, that's not right. So with the colder weather, you could be ice ice woman, like ice man. You could freeze it and slide all like ice like ice man, but a woman. I don't want anything to do with ice. I'm not an ice person. (laughs) You're not an ice person. So basically, she's Elsa. (laughs) Oh yeah, she's Elsa. There you go. Let it go. I'll I'll take that. Okay. Going on, Jr. Resolutions this year, Jr. What you got? Uh, Well, my resolution is not to create a big mess in the bathtub when I finally slit my wrist. Oh, jeez. That <laughs> got dark. Happy New Year. <laughs> that is weird. JR, what? what the heck? All right, wow. Zach, what's going on, Zach? Oh, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a wonderful new year. Um, it's 2018. We're, we're finally past the dregs of 2017. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm going to be uh, I'm going to try to be kinder and nicer to everybody else, too. All right. So how, how are the dregs of 2018 going to be any better than the dregs of 2017? <laughs> it's going to be a drag no matter what. Hornacek says, welcome to Sunday with JR. <laughs> I'm getting married this year, so 2018's got that. There you go. Wouldn't it be cool if I was a multimillionaire? Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> well, I'm inviting myself to your wedding, Ashley. I, I load the crawl space up. You're not on the plane. And we'd fly to Ashley's wedding. Wouldn't that be fun? There you go. Yeah. That's assuming some of us are invited, especially after JR's uh, pool or his tub incident. Or actually, I'd fly everybody to JR's funeral. <laughs> Either I, one of them. Choices, yeah. choices. I was about to say, I think, I think, I think if the, the Ashley's going to hire security to preclude the uh, possibility of any of the podcast people showing up. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no one's welcome at the door. I don't. I, right. I, no, that's. I, I think I would be invited. If I if I actually had a means to go, I think Ashley would probably say, hey, George, come. Hornacek wants to know if Ashley's wedding is going to be live streamed for the podcast. <laughs> um, well, my future in-laws are Filipino, so it will probably be meticulously documented through photos, video, and about any other means. So, Hey, hey Ashley, uh, if you and I are the same person and you're marrying Jack, does that mean I'm also marrying Jack? I guess so, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> You know, uh, I was thinking if you live stream the if you live stream the wedding, we can provide commentary during the during the. the- somebody put a YouTube live stream in the back of the church, and this yeah. will be awesome. Jack's right. knees are starting to buckle. I was gonna uh, read uh, iTunes reviews, but we haven't had any in, since April, which I think is nuts. It's the longest stretch of uh lack of itunes reviews so please if you like the show or you hate the show i'll read either one of them on the air so uh in this episode we get a lot of books to review we're going to review uh venom inc asm 792 venom 159 asm 793 and spec 298 so it's a lot of symbiote this show so george is excited uh let me write two of these damn things well, it's hopefully one that you're reviewing, <laughs> which yeah. you're reviewing the ASM one, I think. Well, we're reviewing two ASM issues. Yes, yes. Yeah. Those so, but, we, are but we got to start with the very first part of the story, which is Zach, and he has the one shot of Venom Inc. Tell me what happened and pros and cons. Venom Inc. Alpha, written by Dan Slott, Mike Costa, art by Ryan Stegman and Brian Reber. <clears throat> the, uh, 
issue begins in Philadelphia last week where Mania, a uh, spawn of Venom from the Flash Thompson era of Venom, uh, is uh, taking down some bad guys while while talking to Flash via FaceTime. Uh, she is then, uh, uh, her attention is then forced away to a robbery in progress where, uh, she stops the jewel, jewel heist, but <laughs> giant sonic gun later, she gets blasts to oblivion. The preview made it seem that she actually was getting killed, but, uh, no, they captured the venom, her venom symbiote. We cut to New York city, the Guggenheim museum. And so then we have uh, the Guggenheim Museum. Nobody caught that. Okay, anyway. Uh, Guggenheim Museum uh, has the ringer and... Uh, Mark, Mark Guggenheim, I get it. Yeah. Uh, the, t- the ringer and the tumbler. I've never heard of the tumbler, but I have heard of the ringer. The last time I checked, he was killed. These all sound like uh, dry cleaning villains. Like they no, hang around yeah, yeah. the ringer, ringer and the tumbler and the ironer and the... Yeah. We need the rinser. The rinser, yeah. Yeah. The, ble- the bleacher. <laughs> so unless this is a new ringer, this is a blatant continuity error, Dan Slot. Anyway, so uh, why Peter- he cares? I know P- Peter quickly dispatches the two of them when Black Cat shows up. Wow! Wow! So uh, she then knocks over a priceless piece of uh, priceless eyesore, and uh, well, um, uses her bad luck powers against Peter. Flash then tries to call Peter, where then we meet up with, uh, but Peter doesn't answer because he's got this big giant hunk of useless uh, art on his, on his body. Uh, Peter then uh, goes to uh, the coffee house where he meets up with Flash. And they discuss um, Flash is trying to get into contact with Peter Parker. This would be a lot easier if, you know, Peter Parker would have the balls to tell Flash exactly who he is. We then cut to uh, Mike Ringo and... Uh, um, Todd DeZago's favorite villain, the the looter, being attacked by Eddie Brock Venom. Eddie Brock mm. Venom, uh, the symbiote, starts acting far more aggressively when he breaks both of his the looter's arms before Eddie, being the rational sane one of the two, stops him. He then goes to Alchemex, where he's uh, going to get some of his treatment, uh, thinks that nobody's following him, but Flash is actually there. Flash tries to use, hey, I'm here to see Liz Allen, CEO. Used to go to high school together. Mm-hmm. He gets thrown out, but uh, <clears throat> he uses his uh, Natasha Romanoff uh, enhanced skills because Flash Thompson being tutored by a Natasha Romanoff is. There's some symbiote in your ledger. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so he, he uses uh, the Alchemex key card to get in. Uh, Venom is um, <clears throat> trying to uh, uh, get control of the symbiote. But uh, um, Flash shows up, and then they start an argument. They're Venom. This, uh, Peter then uh, busts in because he's using one of his $3,000 spider tracers to listen in on Flash. <gasps> Meanwhile, the symbiote is torn between the two, between Eddie and Flash. Spider-Man. With a nice, <clears throat> with a nice double-page spread right there. Yeah, there pretty go. good. Pretty good artwork throughout this one. <clears throat> Stegman's always good. Yep, so... Uh, <laughs> There's a there's a fight that's ensuing, and then uh, Peter then knocks over this vat of uh, anti venom goo because now we have the agent anti venom mm. with the one yeah with a full page spread yeah there he is right right there yep 
You got it. All right. So yes. uh, then we have the looter who's like, dude, the guy's terrifying, you know. And uh, I, I fought Valkyrie once, and then <laughs> <laughs> when was that? <laughs> I, I don't know. But Maybe then an issue uh, of the defenders or something. I don't know. But then one of the guys is like, uh, I'm going to make an offer you can't refuse, and then he throws up symbiote onto the looter and uh maniac is yeah. now been made a made man to be continued in asm 792 check, check out this onomatopoeia it's when he pukes it's spatube <laughs> yeah. yuck s-p-t-o-d spatad actually like 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 he's like he's in a 1930s west or 19 yeah 30s western and spitting yeah. in the spit platoon. What is spittoon. what is this? Okay. okay, so what's your grade, sir? Ah, oh, this is a D. Mm. This was poor, and yeah. the only reason it's not an F is because of Brian Stegman. Uh, <clears throat> great now, artwork. Oh, uh, let's go around the horn real quick. Some of some of you probably haven't read it. I don't think George, you said you didn't read it, so we'll. we'll We'll skip your grade. JR, did you read it? <laughs> Hell no. Okay. Wow. Ashley, did you read it? <laughs> I have read it. Okay. So it'll just be me and Ashley and uh, Zach. Okay. Ashley, what's your grade? I'm giving it a C. Okay. I'm giving it a D also. All right. Zach, your pros. What was good about it? We talked about Ryan Stegman art. Yeah, Ryan Stegman's artwork is is fantastic, and mm-hmm. this is where he you can see how much he's grown as an artist uh, from his Superior days. You know, I was really uh, a guy that complained a lot during Superior that uh, <coughs> Stegman was inking his own stuff. Uh, I don't see that anymore. I think it's one of those things where um, the improvement has been so drastic that uh, you're starting to see how um, he's grown like I say, as an artist, uh, very dynamic artwork. I wish he was doing ASM full time or he was still on renew your vows, but unfortunately he's not. So I'll take this one shot. Um, the, the big splash pages were, were very nice. That's the yeah. full, the, the, uh, page with anti-venom and, um, with, with Peter in the ceiling. When you first see Peter for the first time, awesome artwork. Um, you know, Black Cat still behaving uh, out of character, but I felt like she's being a little more redeemed in this arc than we've, bit, yeah. than we've seen. So that's a slight improvement over the uh, god-awful characterization we've seen before, although that stupid costume is just... Ugh. What, the Black Cat costume? I hate eyes that. on the shoulders? Yes. Why does she have eyes on her shoulders? That doesn't Actually, make- do you like that costume? What's your opinion? I mean, there have been worse. Yeah. Oh, I I'm know. Kind of ready. It's overshade is welcome. I'm not. Nah, eh. there there have been worse. It's not one of my favorites, but yeah, it's there. I'm I'm dealing it's with. It's not it. as bad as the the '80s one. Don't where, you talk crap about that one. You don't like that one? I love it. The one where she melted down the gold statue. Oh, yeah, 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 Like pauldrons on that leather jacket. Oh, you like that one? I never cared for that one. It's so bad. I love it. <laughs> All right, uh, pros. Ashley, what did what did you like? You gave it the highest grade of both of the I three of us. I did. I'm actually really liking this art because, okay. um, no, not really liking, but I'm enjoying it. Um, I think it's really refreshing. Mainly, um. Coming back down from all the globe-trotting CEO Spider-Man, it feels a lot closer to home. And while like 99% of it is totally contrived and stupid, it's my kind of stupid. So, uh, Plus we have, I like Flash Thompson as Venom. I think it puts some interesting spins on his character. Um, 
Felicia's back, and while she's not, um, I think the role is certainly out of her character, um, I think the way she's handling it, handling it feels um, much truer to her character than we've seen in the past. I'm glad she's not, um, she's in this arc with Spider-Man again, and she's not trying to kill him for stupid, contrived reasons that make me want to tear my eyes out. Um, so we've seen that a lot toned down, and I'm just, you know, we see her ambition, we see her uh, her, her competitiveness, and a lot of that really comes out in uh, this arc, and I'm enjoying that. So, Mike has just joined us, and evidently yes. when he joined, George left. Oh, oh there, speak of the devil. <laughs> Speaking of Mephisto, okay. look at this, George. Right. right when you left, Mike came on. So we've we gained one and lost one, and now we're even. There hey, we McNulty, how you doing? Welcome, Mike. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got just just got here, folks. So it it's just, all good. We just reviewed uh, right. Venom Inc. We're doing the pros. We went through great. Did you read Venom Inc.? The, uh, the unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your grade on uh, the the one shot, the Alpha issue? What was your grade? Oh gosh, I think if I'm trying to be generous, um, I think it might have been it might have been a C minus. I'm not remember. It's probably closer to a D plus in retrospective, but yeah, it's uh, yeah that matches pretty much the whole panel. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So well, Ashley liked it better than all of us. She gave us a, a C, I think, is what she said. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, Zach is reviewing it. Though. What's your con, sir? Um. The contrived nature of the story. There's no buildup. There's no momentum. This was just like, okay, here, read this. Read this extra one shot. This could have easily been um, a an issue that we that we could have gotten in ASM or Venom, one or the other. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that uh, bringing Stegman on was a was a plus, but at the same time, it's very very much feels like uh, anytime you have uh, a, a title that has the word alpha in it. Especially when it comes to Spider-Man, yeah. you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, ne- that negatively impacted the grade simply because I knew I, I have not read a good alpha issue. I've read okay alpha issues, but I've never read a good <laughs> alpha issue. Uh, and even the alpha character was terrible. So, you know, you just quit using the alpha and omega thing, and I mm-hmm. think we'll be fine. Again, this should have been a um, – this this is something that's been lingering out there. What happened with Venom? I, I'm liking that we're getting this plot thread wrapped up, but at the same time, it, this this was three almost two years too late, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Yeah, and so uh, after Flash left the Guardians of the Galaxy, this should have all been this should have been done a year ago at the <clears> latest, <throat> and now we're just mm-hmm. now getting into it at the end of 2017. Uh, I do like the fact that it's a self-contained arc and it's a self-contained event, but mm-hmm. uh, other than that, it's just it, it doesn't need to exist. Uh, Mike, what's some of your negatives or cons? I mean, well, um, one of the things that's probably kind of kind of set me a little bit aback. And it kind of bleeds into the next uh, into the next part. Um, while you kind of understand Spider-Man kind of has a very distrust of the Venom symbiote, given his history. Mm-hmm. Um, does anyone remember what happened to, towards the end of Venom Space Night? I'm sure you do, Brad, because you and probably you and I were probably the only ones who actually read it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the, he landed back on Earth, and the symbiote left uh, Flash and went on got on uh, that one guy that was on there for six issues. There's well, no, 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 no. Guy. Before, before that, 
Um, there oh, was well, they, point, well, they they cleansed the symbiote. They wanted yeah. Took it, took there it. was a point where the symbiote rebonds with Spider Man and oh, explains yeah. his whole backstory and everything. And Spider Man kind of goes, "Oh, now I kind of understand what you were kind of going through," and he apologizes yeah. and everything like this. That's completely gone out the window in this thing because yeah. now Spider Man's like he's all like all kind of going all murder crazy on this. He's like, "Hey, I want this thing dead. I want his fan, you know burned to the ground and all this other stuff." He just wants this thing to get eliminated so if you kind of skipped everything that happened and what previously thing okay you can kind of you can kind of you get that but with this it's almost like i was man's like you know the mr no one dies on my watch is now like oh i gotta kill this thing or something That's like funny. he wants to say yeah so it's just like you know the, the youtube uh uh, chat are talking about the pros and cons of the word alpha and and slots uh creation of alpha was awful yeah <laughs> said the clone stuff was awful mm-hmm. and someone said alpha flight is awful i'll d- disagree alpha oh, flight is awful, but yeah the no. john Byrne alpha flight's awesome mm-hmm. but yeah but yeah my that was kind of like the main thing and the other thing they're not also, they're not listening to their own continuity is what they're no it's just it's almost like and also yeah. this that mean a lot of this is just kind of like i mean on the one hand also, this this felt more like to me. I disagree, I slightly disagree with Zach and this feeling like an, an amazing Spider-Man story. This felt more like a Venom story because this is actually this is something yes. that's building up between Flash and Eddie for a while, and that should have been in this. I mean, that kind of should have been in this in this co- in the in the vent more. This seems more like a Venom centric thing, and it Spider-Man is. just kind of feels like a ride along kind of like he just kind of like oh I'm just here because he's here to sell the book. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. he's trying to hear the book sales. Another yeah. another con. This book was a dollar more expensive, and well, actually, it's an extra five bucks out of your comic book budget. Mm-hmm. This is a four ninety nine book, and you have to read this book to get to understand the setup yeah. for ASM. This is no, you you don't have to if you don't give a damn. <laughs> 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 yep. Ching there, George. <laughs> Ashley, what's some cons out of you for the book? Um, as just. As for the arc as a whole, like so far, I just noticed that every single turn is really contrived. It really kind of relies a lot on um, Deus Ex Machina and things just kind of conveniently happening. So it's like every major turn, like I think the biggest example in this issue was, um, oh, Flash is suddenly anti-Venom. He just got a bunch of stuff poured on him and we have a suit now. And apparently it can just create its own matter out of nothing. Um, I have. I think this is my first Annie Venom story that I'm reading. Um, like in the actual continuity. So maybe I'm just missing something, but that just seemed like it really came out of nowhere. I don't know why Slot wants this anti Venom thing to stick. Royalties. It's It's (laughs) probably trying to make uh, what's his name Clayton Clash. Yeah, the same. Oh, Clash. Yeah, it's it's the old Bendis uh, using Jessica Jones for everything. It's uh, literally mm-hmm. using Spider Man to see if something will stick, which is ironic. Ew. Mm-hmm. And no, throwing yes. stuff on the wall and see if it'll stick. Mm-hmm. All right, I will say uh, this though: he does look, Flash does look cool as Anti Venom. I'll give him. I'll give uh, Ryan. That, that's a tribute to Ryan Segman. No, but it's a, it's just a negative version of the of the. Of the I know Venom. it is. It's not that. I know. Yeah. yeah. No, I know it wasn't created before, but I mean it's yeah. and it's still not. But I mean, you know, at least Ryan Stegman made it look kind of oh Ryan, yeah, Ryan Stegman you know, shined yeah. something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh, we're moving on to seven ninety two ASM. George, you've got that. 
Yeah. So, I, hey, real quick, I got a question for everybody. Yeah. Uh, how how do you do you make a, a symbiote story suck worse than it already does by being a symbiote story? Have Dan Slot write it. Have Dan <laughs> Slot write it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so I picked this up. And honestly, here's the thing. I mean, the state of Spider-Man is such, and and given the fact that I, I, I look at symbiote stuff like it's trash, um, so I I didn't even really know about this. Uh, I, I picked up the the seven ninety two and I looked at it. And it said Venom Inc. Part Two, and I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and it's Venom on the cover. I'm like, sure. Did this recap not help you much? This this dude, like I cared. I just wanted to get through it. <laughs> Dan Slott the, and Mike Costa on art. The, the only, the only thing that gave me hope was seeing that, you know, Ryan Stegman was doing the art mm-hmm. and immediately I opened it up and we get that double splash page of, uh, of Spidey punching out uh, Brock yeah. with the symbiote. And I'm like, that is fantastic art. It is wasted on a subpar slot story mm-hmm. and a symbiote story. Mm-hmm. And, and that made me sad. Um, literally the only redeeming thing about this issue is, is the artwork. Um, so you have, I, I come into this and I'm just sort of piecing it together as I go along. You know, the way you like, you jump into a soap opera. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm like, okay, so, so there's anti-venom and flash and there's Brock and the symbiote and flash wants the symbiote. And you know, the, the, there's, there's a back and forth there and then Spider-Man hits Brock, which is great. And then Flash tears the symbiote off, and it's like they want the symbiote to be Baby Groot now. <laughs> it's almost like a Spider-Man version of Baby Groot, you know. Like we're there's times like where they do the art, we're supposed to feel sympathy for this thing. I think it eats brains for f sake. What you know? What what do I care? It so, no longer eats brains. So symbiote. No, he, he said brains recently. Oh God! Okay. So, okay. so, uh, so Thompson, you know, uh, or I'm sorry, anti venom. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell ever? Uh, anti venom uh, takes the symbiote back and is trying to convince. It, it, it's a back and forth. A lot of this issue is a back and forth between uh, Flash trying to convince Spidey that no, the symbiote's okay. You know, because Spidey's like, really, I'd like to burn this thing to death. And and and, and so Flash takes off with the symbiote and the canister. Why didn't he just absorb it? Because it, this anti-venom will burn it and kill it. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so Spidey chases after him, uh, ostensibly to get the symbiote, symbiote back and, and, and maybe to, to stop Flash from getting up into other mayhem. Uh, meanwhile, we cut to Felicia, who's uh, there with some of the Magia, or I say some of the Magia, we, Hammerhead. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and then some other... Uh, Really spare villains like uh, Melter, Killer Shrike, uh, the brother, yeah, Eight Ball, Eight Balls there, yep. And 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 so you know, you got Black Cat sort of lording over her little fiefdom, and then uh, and, and then like like a Venom gang busts in, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, yeah, of of all the ways that you know that I, if I was writing this, there you book, go. Look at that. Get, hey, anybody home? Yeah, where are they? What, what can I do on this page to make it suck worse? <laughs> I know. I'll have a gang of symbiotes come in. <laughs> One of them wearing a stupid ass hoodie. <laughs> oh, oh, that's triggering you. <laughs> and if you've got the symbiote on your head already, why do you need a cat? 
Because <laughs> it only affects their face I, for some I, reason. That's, I haven't thought about that. That is two things you hate, hoodies and symbiotes. Together, it's like oh. the anti-peanut butter. Uh, this uh, might have just raised Reese's. Reese's. for me. <laughs> what about the guy who still has his hair growing out of the uh, symbiote thing? Oh, I didn't yeah. know like, Is it a yep. toupee now? No, no that, that's, that's, that's Norton G. Finster's because, hair. Because the symbiote, this symbiote only affects the face for reasons. Apparently, oh, yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't notice that. And, and, and if, let, me, let me go full screen. Let's see what Ashley's talking about. This dude right there, the sim- the hair doesn't go. Hoodie. The hair yeah, doesn't the go. That's weird. Yeah, the that's the lunar. Yeah. yeah the lunar. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Didn't notice that. That's Norton G. Fence and uh, and Ditko creation with Stanley. Yeah, I, I give up. No, go ahead, George. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm done. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, so, yeah, the looter shows up, and, and Felicia even says, oh, for F's sake. And I'm like, she's she's saying what I'm thinking. <laughs> Literally, as I read this, it, it, there was a meta moment there for me that you know, I kind of appreciated. Um, and, and so, the, you know, the Venom gang now or whatever busts in, and I guess they're other symbiotes from the past or something. No, they're all – see, what, what the way it is is Maniac. And you see – He doesn't know who Maniac is. What, is that a symbiote? Yeah, that's no, from, you'll, uh, the, 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 that's, the that's guy from, that comes in with the wearing the trench coat. I'm done already. Okay, so okay. <laughs> so he comes in, starts uh, John with Felicia, and it's like yeah, you know, it's the standard thing. Yeah, we're taking your gang over. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, meanwhile, we cut back to Mockingbird's apartment where Spider-Man lives because Peter Parker's a loser, <laughs> and um, it, again we get the back and forth. Oh, hey. Now's a good time we could take this symbiote and I don't know, uh, throw it into the sun or something. <laughs> and, uh, and Flash is like, "No, this is my this is my special super buddy. See, he's good now." And, and the symbiote's like, "Yeah, yeah," you know. It's, it's, it's the most disgusting crap I think I've ever seen. <laughs> and um, and so then we cut back to the gang fight that's on between Felicia's gang and these symbiote villains. And uh, it's not going real well. All they're doing apparently is just vomiting symbiotes into the faces of the other people. And <laughs> eventually, eventually Black Cat's whole gang is turned into symbiotes, including Matt Gargan, who's suddenly the scorpion biologically again. Scorpion. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, OK, <laughs> whatever. And um, <laughs> meanwhile, we, we cut back to, to Brock uh, talking to like the. Does this doctor have a name, or is he just like Doctor Steve? Is this guy like the next Doc Ock? Is this like Doc Ock's legacy waiting to happen? This guy, (laughs) he's just—I don't know. Yeah, just Doctor. It's just Doctor Steve. I think Doctor Steve. Doctor Steve. That's all his name. (laughs) And then Brock, you know, realizes no, no, uh, my my bond with the symbiote's broken, and I'm like, dude, they're doing you a favor. <laughs> Don't fight this. Number one. Number two. Are you sure with those eyebrows that there's not some of it still left on you? <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> so, what are you talking about? That's like straight up McFarland era. Oh, is it? Oh, well, yeah. That's a it big old eyebrow. Is. So, meanwhile, back in Bobby's apartment, um, Flash <laughs> is kind of crashed out, playing with the symbiote like it's a little, like it's a cute little baby thing that doesn't eat brains. <laughs> Man. And Spidey uses part of it to uh, to make a, a symbiote detector, which actually that's legit, not bad. That, that that that's something cool. And I'm like, how come that's never been done? 
in the 30 year, 30 plus years we've had this spare ass villain. <laughs> How does it convert to the electronic display though? Because reasons, damn it. Science. That's all okay, you okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. Listen, Science. listen, listen, slot takes so much shit from Doctor Who. Just be glad Spidey didn't get out a sonic screwdriver. <laughs> all right. Let's 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 call it from what it is. Oh hell. So um it was funny. Recently, I saw somewhere where, where Slot was like, this was my playlist for uh, while I was writing Do- uh, Silver Surfer. It was like all Doctor Who music. And I was like, no, you don't say. <laughs> Shock. Yeah. You know. Anyway, so uh, Anti-Venom <laughs> and Spidey uh, dash off uh, looking for symbiotes. Um, and they find. Huh? You forgot the, uh, the small ad for the uh, upcoming ASM Annual 41. Oh yeah! Oh some, yeah! Yeah, some freaks watching Betty. I, like I cared. I, I was like, "Wait, oh, okay. you think it's Ned Leeds?" I don't. Yes, care. I don't give. Of course it is. I don't give a of shit. Of course it is. <laughs> I don't give a shit either way. And um, <laughs> so they find what's left of uh, Felicia's Felicia and her gang because Felicia challenged. Well, what's his name? Maniac. Maniac. Okay, sure. AK, and, and, yeah. and they, so that she challenged him to a one-on-one fight, and I guess that went south because now she's a symbiote, and you know, to be continued. Spidey and Anti Venom versus a bunch of, of Venoms, uh, whatever. And Venom one fifty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, George. I'm going to be shocked if. <laughs> but you're great. This is an F plus. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guess what the plus is? The plus is for the segments are. Yeah. It's right. Segments. Segments. This is garbage. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. This is garbage. And I know I take a lot of flack for not liking Venom. For me, Venom is just a, it's, it's a, it's one of these carbon copy characters. And, and to be honest, I mean, as a Flash fan, I don't even really like, like Zoom all that much. I'm not Ooh. into like these reverse color villains. Mm. Ooh, look! They're, they're like the same hero but reverse. It, ooh, it's it's no, you know. So I've never liked Venom to begin with, and this is just this is nightmarish, <laughs> you know, for someone who doesn't even like Venom. And then suddenly it's like, mm. what the hell is this, all this Venom crap doing in my amazing Spider-Man? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, let's go. Was, let's, yeah, this was awful. Let's go around the horn. Uh, Ashley, what's your grade on this one? You liked the last one. That was a C. Let's say a B. A B. Okay, uh, Jr. Going to be a D minus. D minus, Mike. I'm giving it a generous D. <laughs> Zach, just because of Ryan Segman. Yeah, D. D out of me also. All right, uh, pros. You said uh, art. Art. Uh, yeah, I think we're all in agreement on that. This, oh, is, this is this is some fantastic Ryan Stegman art. Yeah, mm-hmm. wasted. This is, this is even better, I think, than what he was doing when he was starting on uh, "Renew Your Vows" not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just really good, but it's completely mm-hmm. wasted on a trash story. Yeah, mm-hmm. completely wasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other pros? Ashley, let's go to Ashley. She had the higher grade. I'm just black cats in it, and she's not <laughs> I mean, so I'm just happy to see my girl. Um, I think she was pretty, her responses are pretty on point in this. Like, you know, George is talking about her Oprah's sake. And she just really just looks like she just ha- doesn't have time for any of this. And she just takes it just like cool as ice the whole time. And I love that. And I love her. And I don't care. I just, I love it. Okay. I will say, I will say there is one glimmer of 
of a gold nugget in this thing, which is basically Spider-Man and Flash's interaction, mm-hmm. essentially. Uh, when you kind of get towards the end, especially when he, when when Flash is kind of like thinking, I need the symbiote because I can be a hero again, and and Peter's, and then Spider-Man basically tells him, well, you're already a hero, essentially. I mean, you've already done all this. You already did all this that stuff. That's true. Like, that yeah. line wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, I think I and I think so. I, there is that. There was that kind of glimmer there where they kind of have that back and forth, and also with the fact where Flash admits, like, "Oh, you know, you 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 dated black, you dated black cat, me too," kind of thing. So it's like because it was like, and you realize, oh yeah, that's right. Flash did date Felicia back in the day, um, and back in the nineties and stuff like that. So I did. So there was some glimmer there that there was some rep. You know, they had some good repertoire there a little bit. Um, but other than that, yeah, but. And so, so, so we see that kind of fall. We see that kind of fall to pieces later when apparently Slot becomes allergic to writing about men talking about their feelings, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we're yeah. like, "Oh, it's suddenly an awkward silence." And I'm like, "That wasn't an awkward conversation." What? No. Okay, fine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Other uh, pros before we get to cons. I have one pro actually, okay. and we it's one read. line. Oh, go ahead. It's one line. It's that finally a, a Spider-Man like line where he the about page three where he slugs Eddie and Eddie says not fair, and Spider-Man says yeah lopsided I know but watch me not care. I <laughs> I just that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I just I just like that. I mean I just want to see more badass Spider-Man. You know instead of chump Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. You know and and seven ninety three we get plenty of chump Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. it's a tough line delivered by a guy who then goes off to uh, to a department that's not his because he can't yeah. have his mm-hmm. own place. Uh, can I put my own two cents in real quick? Yeah. Another pro is that this arc is completely well. So far, we have seen no Bobby and Peter, like none of their relationship because yep. that guy. is true. Watching them true. have their little relationship is like watching two sociopaths date each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I she's still kind of there. in on it last episode, but I am seriously concerned for anyone at Marvel who thinks this is how a relationship should be illustrated or depicted in any way that this is in any way reflective of a healthy relationship between two people. She, she's, she's still kind of there, though, because they're in her apartment. Yeah. Well, her apartment yeah. makes an appearance. Yeah. Not for long, depending Bobby, on what that what happened with the symbiotes there. But Bobby was like, I even I can't guest star in this book. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, any? Let's do cons. What's the biggest con? The symbiote crap, dude. I mean, it's it's already it, 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 it's a fail. It's a fail out of the gate. Let's be honest. You know what this is? You know, okay. I mean, the way I think I may have told you guys that for and for the people on youtube we i told this on the on our i think our facebook on the facebook uh admin shatter thing mm-hmm. basically venom has become the oprah winfrey of supervillains wow. because because because, <laughs> because you get a symbiote you get a symbiote yeah, yeah. because and then we just and the thing is we just had an arc called venom verse yes. where what happened everybody got a symbiote we're in this one where now it's a bunch of villains getting a symbiote. And then we're going to get into... <laughs> and then after this one, there's a crossover between Venom and X-Men uh, Blue, yeah. where, guess what? The X-Men yes. are going to get symbiotes. And then we find out a couple days ago that there's going to be a Venom, another Venomverse like, series or whatever that's you kind know of what it sim- is? Yeah. It's the movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's his 30th yeah. anniversary. I know it's the 30th anniversary, but every single story now is all the same. Like, oh, everybody gets a symbiote and everything. Because yeah. it's like, 
it's like everything has to kind of copy like Spider-Man Web of Shadows or something because it's like that's like it seems like that's the only story they've got left with Venom is like everyone gets a symbiote. And it's almost almost like advertising for the movie come up. You have to remind Mm -hmm. literally everyone who Venom is. Mm -hmm. You know what exacerbates this about how bad it is, though? Is um, and of course I'm not reading all the other Venom garbage out there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, but I, I'm just talking about this. Slot's writing style is already like bad anime. Mm-hmm. Um, but this okay. this this crap was like bad anime with ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> this, right. this, this, this was like anime that needed badly to be on Ridland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing that troubles, yeah. The thing yeah, that troubles me. I mean, yeah. This is a this was like a bad '90s flashback, uh, but then again, all '90s flashbacks are bad, so it's kind of redundant to say that. Um, but I mean, it, it, it's just with all the symbiotes. I mean, uh, you know, it it reminds me of like the the le- what what many series was it where we got like five symbiotes? Was that the Lethal Protector or whatever? But something like that. Yeah. It, but I mean, it's like if, if this if this character in this, you know, trying to come into this without all this baggage that I carry for <laughs> all kinds of baggage. But if I were truly interested in this, in the venom character and wanted to see, wanted to know what made it tick or wanted to know what made it so dangerous. This is one of the, I mean, this is, this is a horrible story to do that because this character has just been completely eviscerated. It's not dangerous. It's a joke. Uh, Eddie Brock is a whiner. I mean, instead of a dangerous psychopath, I mean, the, the whole idea of the venom symbiote is, Basically, you get one dangerous psychopath, pair it with another dangerous psychopath who can't take responsibility for his own actions. And you have this alien form, essentially, that feeds him. You know, you know, you have it. You know, you have a guy in Brock who can't take, like I said, can't take responsibility for his own actions. And then you have this symbiote, which basically brings out the worst in him and is basically sitting there telling, yeah, Eddie, it's their fault, their fault, their fault. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, that should be and Spider-Man can't track it. You know, Spider-Man doesn't know whether it's coming or going. I mean, this should be, I mean, like I said, that's the venom. I think that people fell in love with. I think that's the venom that, that was popular. But when you watch this, I mean, this is just, you know, like I said, the symbiotes are everywhere. I mean, there's nothing unique about them. There's nothing dangerous about them there. And, and then, you know, and flat is flash is scratching on the back of its head. Like it's a cat, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and like I said, Eddie is just whining. I mean, this is not, you know, this is not like a, a, again, a dangerous psychopath. Uh, it's in and, and, and is anybody can anybody at Marvel is anybody actually sitting there saying we have taken this great villain or let you know and we have completely ruined him we have oh. completely ruined him this oh, is yeah. this is the definition of hack work jr mm-hmm. would, would uh, you agree well, well, this, I, right, this right here i think i know no no i think that's an insult to hacks <laughs> you know, but you know what but you know what's sad about this when they brought brought eddie brock back and and made him venom again that was supposed to fix things this has yeah, just no. made it worse no. yeah this, I mean, this story yeah uh, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of issues that have that have occurred outside of this story arc that have come home to roost in this story arc mm-hmm. quite frankly first of all jr is right the fact that Venom is not a villain, true villain, completely destroys the appeal of the character. Those mm-hmm. that like the lethal protector bullshit, and that's what it is, excuse my language, but it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I... It's that's why the movie's I, based on, too. I, I, I know, and, and that's why I'm not looking forward to the movie. Yeah. Quite frankly, it is one of the, the biggest blunders was making him an anti-hero. Yep. In 1993. In 1993. And yep. 
And then you take that same concept of you got the good guy with Venom, uh, with uh, Flash Thompson, and then you've got the Venom symbiote. That was an interesting dichotomy between the two, which led mm-hmm. to an interesting era in Venom. However, if this is the result of that, it's just crap. It's garbage. You know, th- th- this is Venom's 30th anniversary this year, 2018. He was introduced in 1988. Yep. I think Venom w- was only good for five years. Yeah. From 88 to 93, that lethal mm-hmm. protector was the turning point, and he's never gotten bad- better. He's never gotten no. better as a character, He w- and he got marginally better when Flash Thompson got it. Right. Mm-hmm. But I don't, the 25 years of a failed mm-hmm. villain just sucks with so much potential in that first five years. Well, I mean, you know, fail- oh, oh, go ahead, Zach. You look at every other medium that Ve- uh, Venom appears in, there's a reason they don't make him a anti-hero. They make him a true villain. They make him a antithesis. And I know George doesn't like this concept, but they make him an antithesis to Peter Parker. Uh, not just from the elemental standpoint of Norman Osborn and, uh, and Doc Ock, thematically speaking, but an actual true blue, you know, dark side of Spider-Man. Uh, you look at the 90s show, you look at uh, Spectacular, you even look at the god-awful Ultimate. The, Venom is a villain. He works yeah. best as a villain. Yeah. This is a such a, a hatchet job to a character that really should be a villain. And nothing else. Yeah. Speaking of failed uh, villains, uh, there's the main the, the villain in this one, uh, Lee Price, who was mm-hmm. um, last I don't six know, issues in the first first one, which everyone yeah. kind of hated for re- you know for good what, reason. Wasn't and he in the, the first Guardian guy? of the Galaxy movie? Lee Price. <laughs> yeah, wasn't <laughs> Lee Price in the first Guardian of the Galaxy movie? <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't he play that blue guy or something? Okay. Uh, all right, Lee Pace. Oh, oh, JR was going for a joke, even I didn't get. Yeah, I was kind of getting where I was going with that. That's the actor that played Ronan. Yeah, Lee Pace. Oh, got it. Oh, a joke that a joke that Brad didn't get. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not sure that's are they rare or not? They're not. Yeah, maniac maniac here with this. Mike, we've got the next issue, which is your ears, Venom one fifty nine. Let's go through that one. I'm yeah, so- thanks, Brad. You just gave me the worst one of the lot. <laughs> <laughs> the worst one. Oh, oh is it? A, yeah, uh, it yeah. Is. I'll oh, give you sorry, that, Mike. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> sorry, Mike. Okay. Do you know how you can tell? This- okay. Now you think. Now, of course, you're probably thinking. Wait, wait, wait a minute. How can anything be worse than happen than um, than um, than the last one we just read? Well, because since it's written by Mike Costa. <laughs> well, um, well, we get this one, and we also get uh, Gerardo Sandoval in art. Have and you, uh, real quick, Mike, have you been reading the Venom book uh, up to this one? Uh, yeah, I kind of have. Think, I mean, I, I think I don't think that book has been horrible. No, it just this this it just, just gotten into, it's just this one has been bad in general. This just for this particular arc because yeah. I mean, so we start off, I guess, with Eddie. He's um, he's sitting in the park, all feeling sorry for himself, and there's a there's a there's a boy, there's a brother and sister with a dog and the dog like snarls at him. And Eddie is kind of doing this kind of going into this Zen like thing where he's like thinking, okay, just suppress your anger, feel your, your angry feelings and not kick the dog. And he's like, I can just sense, I can just calm myself. And I can, <laughs> really? I can, 
<laughs> air, air, I let, can just let me show some images. They are. There you go. I'm not going to kick the dog. I'm not going to kick the dog. I'm not going to kick the dog. The dog. The dog. The dog. He's like, just suppress. He's like, just suppress this anger and just have this calm, Constant serenity strength. now. And just and for some reason, this allows him to kind of sense where the symbiote might be, and he just lets him his feet carry him where he goes and just kind of you know just walks away kind of thing and we get back to uh spider-man and flash team up and they're fighting um everybody is the, uh, the, the symbiote gang whom whom uh i think who maniac the main villain calls his made men um and so they're all yeah so they're all fighting these guys and everything like this and um flash is able and spider-man's getting his butt kicked by the scorpion because he can't sense him with the spider sense even though the art shows the little spider sense lines, I don't know why. But so Ben Flash, he's able to kind of manhandle Scorpion because he's anti venom and he can his his anti venom goop can dissolve symbiote stuff and hurt them and everything. And then so then Maniac's like, okay, well, um, Scorpion, you stay away from him because Maniac could basically can somehow mind control these main Ben to do what he wants because that's a power that symbiotes kind of have now and he's telling them to kind of you know you know all the you know scorpion you stay back the rest of you guys just pile up on them and try to go after him um we then i believe we cut back to uh bobby's apartment where the symbiote is like kind of like acting like a dog tries to wants to get out and take a leak but he can't because <laughs> everything is but he dogs in this book because he's like he's like struggling to the bathroom he's thrashing around because they you know because before they left flash and Spidey, they they um they kind of blocked the door off with a towel and they closed the window latch. I don't know why the symbiote can't open the window and get out, but he can't. The, venom, the, the symbiote peed on the floor again. Yeah, the, yeah. The the bathtub is plugged and everything, except for the sink. So the symbiote is able to slip through the sink drainage and go down into it. By the way, they, we cut the back. Art, did you see the art on this? It's it it's the sequence doesn't work for me. So you no, see the art the, is the art is awful. <laughs> so look, there's yeah. a piece of glass here. The symbiote glass goes, "Oh, I can go down the drain." So he goes down the drain. drain. Wouldn't that piece of glass cut no, him? No, because he's liquid. He's around it. He's, he's liquid. Anyway. He's, 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 he's viscous. He's like oil slick. He can just okay. it just goes right through. It him just looks like it slices him a little bit. But yeah, but you know he doesn't bleed bread. He just bleeds black <clears> goose. I don't stuff. bleed. <laughs> Okay, go so ahead. we go back to the fight. We go back to the fight, and um, you know, and then we get to a point where Maniac decides to um, sick. Um, I believe he's he's always so he tells Black Cat to go after him, mm-hmm. and then Black Cat he she leaps on uh, Anti Venom, and Flash and Flash is trying to plead to her, "Hey, it's me. You remember? You know, remember we used to have, we used to date and everything." And that's the moment where they kiss. And that reaction causes the symbiote on Felicia's head to dissolve, and she's instantly cured. And then she goes back, and he's like, "Oh, when?" And that's the moment where I'm sure Ashley is going to get all disappointed in her gal because Felicia decides to rename herself Frady Cat because she decides, "Oh, I'm out of here." So she kind of gets up to the cries <laughs> of the rafters and just bails. Ooh. No, called her Frady bails. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She kind of bails out of the situation because she figures, oh, there's there's no way I can fight all these guys. And she, while she does this, she just so happens to land on Brock, who's still going through his zen-like, I can just walk towards wherever the symbiote is and just happens to land on him. 
And she says, oh, it's, I, she looks at Brock. I knew it. I knew this was something you were did. And so she decides, come on, let's go. And she basically grabs his arm and just drags him away. Because it turns out that Brock was actually somehow in tune with the maniac's symbiote or something. Um, as they're doing this, we cut back to a bunch of construction workers who are basically talking about dinosaurs in the sewers. Because... Which is basically a reference to an earlier arc of Venom from and everything. Stegron, like, yeah. yeah, the Segron arc, yeah. And yeah. so he's like, Oh, he says he says, Yeah, well I heard in the news that there was some, you know, there were some dinosaurs down there and there's like and the other guy's like, Oh, that's fake news. You can't trust that kind of stuff and everything and then <laughs> Stegron's <laughs> fake news. Sure enough, <laughs> <laughs> George, you're <Yeah>. right. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's when the symbiote comes out so, here's, here's, because he's here, here's the, I'm sorry, McNulty, I don't mean to interrupt. Here's the thing, Brad. You asked me if I'm oh, no, go ahead. we're gonna be talking about symbiotes for like probably like another 30, 40 minutes. This is like having hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> none of literally none of this is enjoyable. No, no, no. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. I mean so so the symbiote kind of rushes through the at that moment the symbiote kind of rushes through him and everybody like, like oh man, that's I'm I'm now going to trust the media after, after this kind of thing. So because what happened to so, Jr. So, <laughs> Jr. just collapsed. He doesn't care. <laughs> he really doesn't care, folks. Okay, go uh, ahead. <laughs> so we're back to Spider-Man and Flash. They're kind of fight. They're still fighting, and they're and they're yeah. and even though Flash would technically have the upper hand against these guys, because again, is he's literally made of the stuff that can literally dissolve these guys. He's still getting overwhelmed by all these B and D and C list, you know, villains that he should, that these guys should be cleaning their clock with. And so Spidey's like, don't worry, Flash, I've got a plan. And he grabs one of these guys who I think is Melter or whatever. And he blasts the ceiling of this thing. So he's thinking, oh, because fire hurts symbiotes. I don't know why a symbiote guy has a fire, you know, has a blowtorch or flamethrower on but whatever he blasts the ceiling and oh yeah and in spidey's brilliance oh yeah that he basically knocks him and flash out with the ceiling falling on them um you know somehow and then completely avoiding the bad guys apparently they kind of yeah. managed to get out of the way because because apparently spiders because apparently peter spider sense did not detect this because of the symbiotes and all that stuff mm. so then Flash and I mean no Felicia and AKA Freddy Cat and uh, Eddie Brock Ooh. they're kind of like <laughs> Ashley are you okay? Uh, now run- I'll be okay. Well she is. <laughs> yeah but they're they're running they're running through the alley and she's like basically asked telling Eddie the situation and then Eddie's like no wait stop my Z- I says I'm because he's still I, in his Zen mode I sense my friend <laughs> I sense my friend sense even though sure. it's been purged from my system. Even though it's been perked by my system. And so he gets enveloped by the Venom symbiote and he's back to being all Venom again. And, you know, and then we get in with the issue with with uh, Flash and Spidey. They're kind of chained up and Flash and Peter does a complete 180 from last issue goes, you know what, Flash? You know, you you I mean, when you're taking over the symbiote, you being as kind of a symbiote thing, he says, You've kind of done good as you've kind of done good as Venom and now Anti Venom. I'm prime pride of Dane now, and of course we find that they're captured by these guys and some bad stuff is going to happen to them until we'll yeah. be continuing the next issue. So, Mike, your grade. I'm really tempted to give this an F. I really am. Um, 
Because I do it. Yes. Do it I was leaning D minus, but what the heck? I'll just go full on F with this. Oh, wow. <laughs> Mike could rarely give Fs too, man. I don't. I. Oh, this was this was. Um, I know. I mean, I. I mean, I'm thinking at the time. I'm thinking, okay, maybe there's something salvageable about this because of the black cat flash thing. Mm-hmm. But oh no, it just let's, in retrospect, it's just like now. Nah. Let's go around. Let's go around the horn. Uh, Ashley, what would you give this one? C minus. C minus. George. Oh, you didn't read it. JR, you didn't read it either. <laughs> Couldn't think of it. Uh, Zach, go ahead, Zach. Oh, this is an F. Okay. Absolutely <laughs> fail. I, I'll give it. I'll give it the highest grade and give it a D minus. The Ashley gave it a high grade. Ashley had the high. She had the C. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. C minus. Okay. Okay. So, Mike, your pros. Really? Um. Uh, well um i do like the fact that there was a little one bit of continuity in here about flash and felicia that apparently that was was the power of the love i guess apparently from felicia was able to but then it got completely ruined i love here it got completely ruined that, that was my only. Down. That was my only pro too. You know, I like when they reference older stuff, but then <laughs> yeah. they totally botched it because mm-hmm. Felicia hates Eddie Brock and the symbiote. And well, at yeah. one point, she goes, "My kind of guy," or something like that. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't I, do that. You go and run away from all the bad guys, team up on you know, like the one guy that you like apparently are still like, "Oh, hey, I'm cool with him." But you see Venom, who I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was the last time she saw him was during Maximum Carnage. Mm-hmm. She was freaking the heck out, yeah. mm-hmm. and rightly so. But just she's not like Venom. I'm like, she what is this? Not like not Venom. Gonna, no, no, no. no. Oh, run away and, again. Come on. And mm-hmm. uh, what is it? ASM three sixteen, where Venom beats her, broke her. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they don't have yeah. a good history. No, no, they do not. Run, yeah, slash. But she smashes her face in the wall. Like scratches or something. Yeah, Venom bashes her face. If if someone bashes your face in the wall, you don't forget it unless you're a Marvel writer. Right. I think I think the idea was supposed to be like these figures, oh, since she's dealing with symbiotes, maybe Eddie could be like the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. But even so that is a little like the emotional character. She Mm -hmm. um, if she Mm -hmm. has a a bad experience with someone, she's gonna remember that. She can hold the grudge like no one's Mm -hmm. The yep, line, yep. I quote, I knew you were my lucky guy. There's no yeah. way that character says that. Go no. home. Well, the only reason uh, why she says it is because home. she's black cat. Go home, Go home sweet. Bye, bye, little, Felicia. Bye, bye Felicia. <laughs> yeah, she's Freddy Cat in this issue. Like I said, uh, that's, she, her name. That's, her, that's her name in this. That's her name in this. She's got to be confused. She read the plot of this book and is confused. <laughs> I think the, she, uh, just, she just ran into two I'm, of her actors. She's having a rough time. It's just a little yeah. emotional. It just makes no sense that they reference something from the 90s with Flash and uh, Felicia dating. And then they all, then they don't reference something from the 90s, which she got beat. I don't. If you're going to reference continuity, get it right. Dude, this, is all, way, this is all hot trash. I, 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 I keep thinking back to everybody who's ever been mad at me uh, while I've been, uh, you know, with Crawl Space, who's ever been pissed off that I didn't like the symbiote or that I'm always talking about. Dude, this, all this garbage mm-hmm. underscores what I've been saying for years. This is trash. Mm-hmm. Every bit well, of I mean, symbiote, it's like, it's like C-grade horror stuff. 
I mean, oh, literally, and, it's the, it's the idea of Spider-Man storytelling. This is garbage. Mm-hmm. And by the way, speaking of uh, speaking of the whole going back to the whole Felicia thing, where she's able to resist, kind of has it has still has some implied that she that's the reason why she was able to kiss Flash because she was able to you know had enough willpower to resist Maniac's mental commands. Which I'll get into that next. You know that that. <laughs> That's that. The next issue is going to really go with the issues, brought problems there. Yeah. But the thing which really kind of bugged me too was the art in this thing was the Gerardo Sandoval stuff. I mean, this thing was just all, uh, yeah, all, you know, perspective was all off. You got yeah. foreshadowing issues and everything. It, it was just like, you know, and the thing is, this was, I mean, say what you will about Slot, at least he has kind of stuff in there that kind of feels like there's you know no that, this that was last, pretty thin though no because i know i didn't say it was good. 793 are also hot trash i know i didn't say it was necessarily good i didn't necessarily was good stuffing but at least there was something that it, there was something this kind of felt like there was this was literally like just one big protracted fight thing and that's about it and it just yeah. feels like this was extremely thin and it just also the feel like uh, the other thing too. Remember how in the last issue we had all this, all these made guys. They were still talking everything. Here, they don't. Maniacs talk. guys are like all these mindless kind of drones kind of thing. All of a sudden, so I'm convinced that even though it's cre- even though the story, this quote unquote story, is credited to Dan Slot and Mike Costa, I don't think they're actually talking to each other about this. No, I think they just have a basic outline and they just said, oh, you do your own thing. You do your own thing. And they're not actually communicating here about what exactly the, the thing is. So I'm horn a second. I'm glad just, you liked my uh, by Felicia joke. I thought that. Was, thank you. Uh, anything else needs to be said about the mm-hmm. issue? Should, should we just move on? I do want to point out the last page because I something I just realized and it's I'm cracking up about it. But the symbiote eight ball head man. Yeah. Is a riot. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, he's got the one little thing. He's got the little got like an angry eye. I'm like, oh he's my got god. Angry I eye thing. I love it. It's <laughs> awful. This, this yeah. artwork is is some of the is the wor- some of the worst symbiote related artwork I've seen since the nineties. Mm-hmm. And uh I, I didn't get a chance to really go into any of my stuff, but again, we're using a same tire plot point of symbiotes using using uh, plumbing to get around. We saw this in the 1990s <laughs> during the Web of Carnage yeah. arc. So, GTA. Oh, God, this is all so bad. <laughs> <laughs> George no is kidding. broken. Uh, maybe, maybe the symbiote should open a, open a plumbing uh, business. A plumbing <laughs> business? Oh, <laughs> God, it burns. What, what, would it, what would it be called? Uh, symbiote Symbiote Venom, Venom Rooter. Venom Rooter. If you've got uh, symbiote in your pipes, we'll clean it out. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, Venom, let's, Venom basically goes like, hey, I'm the tiny bull man. And just, uh, let's, just, let's just move the hell on. Seriously, the longer we keep... We, we, all right. Let's, Ashley, pull the, let's pull the Band-Aid off. For, a- Ashley has... We're going back to the main book, which is uh, ASM 793. And I think J- Jonah Jameson, is he even in this book? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> His only appearance is on the cover. That's is that even Jonah? That's not Jonah. Who look is that? Mu- look at the mustache. It's not Jonah. Yeah. Who is that? I don't we don't know. know. It's just Robertson. a random Daily Bugle Robertson. employee. Joe Robertson. It's not Joe Robertson. No, Joe no. Robertson's not white, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you don't see Seriously. color. YouTubers. I mean, Who is this on the cover? It's supposed to be him. I thought it was an old Jonah. It's not? No. no. Okay, it's Ashley, go ahead. Take take me through this one. 
Well, while we're talking about the cover, I just want to point out the very the, the the slight look of mild alarm on his face while he's got um right up against him. It just looking at that like really closely. I'm like, he doesn't look that afraid. It just kind of looks. Oh. He's like us. He's annoyed. <laughs> he looks kind of slightly irritated. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we begin in. So okay, just. Remember in your heads real quick where we left off with the last issue with um, we don't want to. What, Annie Venom and <laughs> yeah, we really hanging upside down about to get turned into what made men. Mm-hmm. Well, forget all that. We're not picking up where we left off. Uh, I guess because <laughs> when um, you're writing, two, you have a story told in two separate books, you can forget things like cliffhangers and continuity. Um, so we open up <laughs> in the meatpacking district. By the way, uh, George is do- uh, Jr. is. I mean, George is doing a Jr. right now. Let's look. There, <laughs> they have left the book. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we have a catering truck that is being held at gunpoint by a couple of thugs. But oh no, it looks like Spidey's here to save the day. He takes their guns and he comes down to beat them up. And they're like, "Yeah, Spider Man," and you know he's saving the day. But oh no, something's not right. He keeps beating them up, and. Oh, and then we get the big reveal. It's not actually Spider-Man. I never saw that coming. It's not like it was on the freaking cover. Why do we have the whole hiding his face and pretending like we're going through the usual Spidey routine? But no. So we have Made Man Spider-Man. Or I was trying to come up with a few names for him. We have the spit take. Um, <laughs> the Mythic theme. The spit take. Or my favorite. And the one I'll continue with for this review. Spider-Loogie. <laughs> so he um, ends up... Spider Loogie, I love it. Spider Loogie, yes. So he ends up, um, what a twist. He steals the catering truck and drives off with it. So um, we cut back to this random secret bad guy lair where, um, what's his name, Lee Price, a.k.a. New Mania, I guess, has mm-hmm. uh, is pulling his best Snidely Whiplash impression and actually has Annie Venom chained to a conveyor belt that is going to be leading into a furnace. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, we get a little explanation here. He says, Spidey came over to my side in the time it took me to spit. Literally. Because in case no one has figured out what is going on and needed that explained to them. <laughs> and apparently his bad dialogue is contagious because Flash says, <laughs> I'm interested in price. Whatever you got, I'm the cure. <laughs> I guess he got hit a little too hard yeah. on the head. We have some swelling, possible hemorrhaging going on That's there. That's supposed to be anti venom's like badass <laughs> line by the thing. <laughs> so, um, Mania's not impressed. He flips the switch and starts the conveyor belt going into the furnace, and then he he leaves for um for reasons. There's literally no explanation. He just leaves. Um, But it's okay because um, Deus Ex Mania uh, drops in to save Flash from, um, to pull him out of the conveyor belt. Deus Ex Mania. That's she's um, (laughs) Her real name's Mania, yeah. Yeah, she's not, um, she doesn't have the symbiote, but she still has some abilities uh, called Hellfire because she has this magic symbol on her chest, whatever. Um, so she pulls Flash out of the furnace, saves him. We have some um, boring catch-up exposition to explain, all oh, right, you're supposed to be in Philadelphia, and you're now here in New York. Oh, I left the hospital, and no, I'm not having it. But they agree to uh, <laughs> team up to fix spider Luigi's face, and um, 
and team yeah to team up and figure out what's going uh, on with him and turn him back from being evil. So we cut <laughs> over again. <laughs> <laughs> You've killed here. We've killed George is dead. George died. This is this is some of the shittiest story stuff. Let me just listen to it. No, no, I'm not talking about you. No, no, I'm just talking about everything that we're having to cover. This is this is some of the worst crap we've seen in and that's saying a lot. We've been through some shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ashley. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh man, that's let it out. So we go to uh, Doctor Steve's office at Alchemax, where Venom is waiting for him and says, "Oh, we need the anti Venom." But that's all since what one or two issues ago, Liz Allen's already caught wind of everything that happened and has it had had it all moved to an extra secure location. Um. Black Cat is now doing her best stealing cat impersonation, bringing reviving a um, decade-old meme. Um, she is here to watch you have private conversations that actually aren't being recorded because she put all the security footage on loop. Classic. And she drops down and says um, they're going to ring this extra secure location out of the doctor so they can go get their hands on some anti-venom. We cut again to just a random street uh, where... Mania, Mania Price. We have there's too much going on here, um, and none of it's good. Has, yeah, none of it's good. Anywhere so, cut is a bad cut. <laughs> has intercepted Spidey or Spider Loogie with the catering truck. Apparently, that's where he had to run off to to meet him in a, the middle of a random street. Um, and he's just talking him up, and we get to see how under his control. Um, Spider Loogie is over here, and we have some tasteless jokes about, I'm going to dress you up with a French maid outfit, and Spider Loogie is like, oh, I'd do it too. Just just give me the word, boss. I really want to dress up. Um, hmm. He's really disappointed when, you know, he's like, no, no, we have better things to move on to. And apparently what his big master plan is here, uh, Lee Price Mania, is that he's trying to capitalize and, um, hijack Black Cat's jobs that she had planned. So he's trying to get her attention because he wants Senpai to notice him, I guess. Um, <laughs> and draw her out. So there's been breaking news, apparently, that um, Price shows Spider Luby on his phone that's been put out by the Daily Bugle, talking about rash of highway robberies, seven trucks hijacked in one night by Mystery Bandit. And it's apparently a Finn Spider Loogie that he's not getting the proper credit he deserves for stealing these catering trucks. And um, so he decides he's going to go in and uh, give them a one-on-one. Um, I don't I don't know why. he he. This is to put him in the Daily Bugle so we can have our fight scene later. Exactly. Um, there you go. <laughs> because because plot. Yeah. No, no, because slot. <laughs> yeah, the slot demands it. <laughs> it's not a slot book if we don't have at least seven different scene changes. <laughs> and we just we have um Venom and Black Cat breaking into the extra secure location um that Liz Allen pulled out of her ass, I guess, um, to put the anti venom. <laughs> and um they go and oh, and in case anyone was wondering, remember when we had um Flash try and go and see Liz Allen and Alchemax before and he was apprehended by the security guards and he said, I'll remember your names. 
Mm-hmm. Remember Hugo? Hugo was one of those. Well, Hugo gets his comeuppance here. That's very important because Felicia <laughs> has hit him with the knockout gas, and she swipes his his um access card. So you you got yours, Hugo. You got yours. Don't mess with Flash because Felicia will get you. Um, <laughs> Somebody the, um, Flash and Felicia. It's <laughs> forced them to where the antivenom is being um being secured, and he's asking like, he's like, oh, we can be we can your treatments again. They're like, no, we're not here for that. You haven't been paying attention. We're going to weaponize this and um to go up against Lee Price and his made men. I just need to say that again because it's such a stupid phrase. Um, we cut again to the Daily Bugle where um. We have Joe Robertson trying to give everyone a lesson on uh, journalism ethics and how they're not going to just, even though it looks like Spider-Man's, you know, going on a crime spree here. And Joe Robertson actually makes a logical decision like for this before by just immediately jumping to accusing Spider-Man of crimes. So I'm just going to wait till we get some more information before we start trying to slander his name perfectly rational i like that yeah. uh but then spider loogie bursts in on the scene and to force them to put out uh more news on the story specifically trying to call out felicia by name because they want her to notice more quickly that they're stealing her gigs so that she will come out and they can fight her i don't know this is contrived as hell yeah. But before he can really shake anyone up, Annie Venom um, comes in to stop him, and they fight, and um, they tussle for a little bit. Spider Loogie says some hurtful words, um, some feelings are hurt, and he drops a um, giant letter from the Daily Bugle onto Flash and is about to kill him. Um, Andy Mania, uh, no symbiote Mania, Wants to come to his aid, but uh, back off because this is my girl's moment. She comes in and she douses Spider Loogie with the uh, with the uh, oh. the anti venom that they just this picked is up. An unfortunate visual. <laughs> and I have to um, I have a small quibble here. Yeah. She says, "Oh, two words, anti venom," and Spider Man is about to foolishly contest that and say that's a compound word with the. He's cut off. What? With the hyphen? No. No. Anti. I'm going on my little editor rant here. I anti don't forms, know. No. <laughs> when anti is the prefix, it forms a one-word compound with words. You do not have a hyphen unless the word that it's been compounded with begins with the letter I as an anti-immunization or anti-imperialism, or it begins with a capital letter like anti-Trump or something. In any other circumstance, <laughs> unless other unless otherwise dictated by Merriam-Webster's unabridged dictionary, it should not be hyphenated. So, yes, Felicia's going to cut you off there because she is presumably about to school Peter uh, on his manual style here. That's awesome. So, Felicia is a grammar expert here. also. <laughs> well, that's that's what I'm going okay. with because someone needs to put me in a place. That's awesome. So, no, she says, just, just, just let me have my moment. Um... Venom arrives on the scene, all decked out and looking really adorable here with his heavy machinery and oddly looking like Red Skull with this big-ass grin and no nose to go with it. But, <laughs> holy shit, he's disappointed because he's missed out on the action and he didn't get to tussle with Peter because he, you know, he always wants to have a go with Peter. Yeah. Um, 
but Felicia bless her says, no, 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 honey, we, you'll, you'll have your chance. You know, you can fight Lee Price and it'll all be fun. We're going to have lots of fun later. But, um, and then, so Peter's just back to himself. Now we don't even get like a shot of him. They're just all standing around. Just literally just like fading away. I guess that's what it's yeah. supposed to be. And Peter's like, Oh no, it's okay. Because I conveniently remember everything that happened to me. And so I know exactly what Mania's plan is and how we can stop him, which apparently that plan is, it had nothing to do with taking out Felicia's jobs. He just wanted her to be, to have all of them distracted so he could go after the five families, which is um, a um, conglomerate of the biggest five families and the mafia and, and crime. And um, which we cut to just this random mansion where the, they are the five largest crime families in the world. And they are celebrating a big dinner to renew their alliance and they toast. But Lee Price is the worst waiter Ever because he spit in all of their glasses that they toast with, and so now (laughs) we have one happy symbiote family. Just make your own read issue one sixty of venom. (laughs) No, I just got more black cat in it. I'm reading it. I don't care. Oh my gosh! All right, so Ashley, what's your what's your grade on that one? ASM seven ninety. I can't feel my foot. The fifth, the, the book physical made bed. you freeze in a pit. She's <laughs> lost feeling in her extremities because of how bad the story is. The book, that's the first so, one. Y'all know that this is contrived and stupid, but as I've said before, it's my kind of trash. So I'm giving it a B minus because I'm wow. just. Aww. Because it's just. I, the the it's reason terrible. I did give the book to you is there's a lot of Felicia in it. I know. I'm so happy. And yeah. she had her moment. She saved the day. I was so yeah. proud of her. Like, get him. But, um. <laughs> Frontier says, poor I, Ashley's foot. <laughs> oh, God. No, I'm getting feeling back in my legs again. Oh. Okay. She's going to have to walk around after we get done with this review. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what I get for sitting on my feet. Oh, God. So you give it a B. Let's go around the horn. George. B minus. Oh, B minus. <laughs> Here, let me go full screen. There, there's George's grade. What, what does a, a poop emoji equal, George? That's that's like below an F. <laughs> <laughs> Jr., do you have any props? What do you? What's your? I, I don't have any props yet. Uh, oh, but right oh, now, nice. we're, but right now we're still at the D minus. Okay, Mike. Um, we're going with D minus also. Yeah, Zach. Oh, this is an F. And this is not the first time Venom is missing a nose, I might add. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this is an F. Uh, not even Ryan Stegman could save this from a, a uh, uh, anything above an F. This is absolute just garbage. D, D for me also. Uh, Ashley, you, you gave it a B. You liked the Felicia moments, obviously. Yes, and I've, I just want to be perfectly clear. I know this is terrible. I fully embrace it as trash, as the trash that it is. But it does not contain any of the things that truly offend me. Like where we have, whenever Slot tries to write some kind of emotional conflict that always just fails because it's so transparent. And you just see through it immediately and you're like, this is a non-issue. Like what we had in the um, the Clone Saga. That was abhorrent. Um Oh, ow! Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait, a, wait a minute. Hang, hang, hang on, oh. Ashley. So you're saying that as an editor, as someone who who is an editor professionally? Yes. 
that bad writing, that hack storytelling doesn't that doesn't that's not offensive to you. That doesn't trigger you at all. I edit. I'm, I'm insulted by how bad this is. You haven't read what I've had to edit, so <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. It's not that kind of trash. Fair it's enough. It's not slush pile trash. Um, but no, it doesn't have. I don't. We don't see Peter like moping on himself over something that he doesn't actually need to be guilty about. We don't see Peter failing to take responsibility for anything. We, we don't see a lot of Peter in general with with how Peter's being written lately is a good thing. So mm-hmm. I think while it is kind of a strike against it, it's just kind of working in um in this arc's favor because it's just kind of swept behind a corner where we don't have to look at it. So Any other pros at anybody? Just probably the Ryan segment art. I think um I do like the fact that he kind of they, that there are some certain little touches that he puts in here like the fact that it's not just simply snowing, it's sleet. And the way that's kind of in there, um, there's also I think there was something else in there that was the way there was a there was one panel I was kind of impressed by because it was a, it was a detail that not many I don't think many artists would try to do. And when when edit when uh, Venom is in the room with Doctor Steve and you see the desk bow like that and like yeah. he like he just landed on there, so it shows like the weight of him and the, uh, and the bulk, the size and everything. Now the stuff that's scattered on the floor is a, a great that's a nice little, Yeah. That's a, there, there's some nice detail that he throws in there that he takes time with. Unlike the writers in this story. I have, I have one pro. Go ahead. When uh, Peter pulls the U on Venom. No, I'm so, you know, I'm I mean, that was to, like, I'm actually going to get to that point. He, he's made that joke before. Oh, no, it's not about the joke. Oh, go ahead. Well, go ahead, Mike. What were you going to say about? Well, no, I'm going to wait for pro, or cons because I have a whole list of, uh, you know, okay. nitpick uh, extravaganzas. Let, let's go through cons real quick. Ashley, biggest cons? Um, Yeah, just again, this is just contrived and stupid as hell. Anytime there's a big turn in the plot, um, there's just something just very swift and convenient to move the story forward at whatever cost. So I think my biggest beef was Spider-Man just suddenly being like, "Oh, okay, and I know that I know what the bad guys planning, and let's just go, guys." I'm like, "Come on, come on!" But the, the yeah. voice of Spider-Man was just awful too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, spider Yeah, spider I'm sorry, just awful. <laughs> yeah. Peter's awful. characterization this entire arc has been terrible. Yeah, I'll no, give you that. Not, not, nothing in this arc has been Peter Parker. This entire arc. <laughs> Where have you been the last few years, Jack? <laughs> I know. Being specific to the story that we're reviewing there, Barryman. Yes, mm-hmm. I know Peter Parker's been awful for the last, you know, 10 years. But especially in this story, because nothing makes sense. I love how Joe Robinson's like, oh, you're being mind controlled. OK. Yeah. And right. did we ever find out who the heck that guy is? No. Is he a, is he a writer in the Daily Bugle? We don't know. He's just some random dude. He's a random dude. Quit, quit trying to. I, I swear it's it. It was meant to be uh, Jonah. I but Jonah doesn't work there. Robertson. That's Tell Alex Ross. That, 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 that mustache. That mustache is, is all wrong. I thought he had yeah. a mustache. Well, and and on top of this, um, Alex Ross probably got the overall plot, drew mm-hmm. the cover from the like. Okay, Peter goes to Daily Bugle. Oh, I'll draw him. Kind of like. Jonah. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, it's just awful. Awful, awful, awful. Well, here's my my whole, like, 
my whole nerdy nitpick extravaganza here with this because this was a plethora of a you had first you have like okay andy mania show up so for those who don't know she has like she's kind of has this thing called the hell mark where she's kind of somewhat demon possessed which you means which is that if you read the venom book yeah yeah which the symbiote is supposed to keep at bay well apparently because otherwise she would turn be all possessed and evil no she's actually good in this also hers her hell mark looks like the star of david so instead of a pentagram but that's whatever um like I said, also Flash, even though he's a symbiote, somehow survives fire, which is the symbiote's number one weakness. You know, don't know how he managed to, you know, get away from that. Um, you've also got the fact that um, the whole fight scene where you where the um, pulling down the letter and stuff like that. Pay, pay a close attention to where everyone is positioned in those panels. Spidey knocks Manny off the ledge. Flash Thompson is in the lit web. And so it's like straight ahead, right? So then the next panel show where, where Spider-Man like slings a web at the U sign. The next panel shows that Spy- that Flash has kind of moved off to the side. So he's pulling her up from an angle and then the U falls all on top of him. So which and but the B is still intact, which means he had to move across a letter. So he's pulling her from an angle and he fall and it falls off and then Spidey's on the other side. It's just really confusing. Um and then we get to so then we get to what Lee Price's actual plan is because she apparently because earlier in the issue he says tells Spidey, okay, I'm robbing these catering trucks because these were the trucks that Felicia was going to rob. And we find out that those catering trucks are supposed to be that he's trying to get in on the inside in this five family thing, right? But Felicia says, wait, says that she had an invitation to this mob family place. Well, if that's the case, why did she rob the? Tr- why was she planning on robbing the trucks to disguise her men and everything? Dude, you're, so I, she you're, you're had, trying. I know I'm you're, overthinking you're this thing. I realize that. I realize bullshit that bullshit hack story. You're, you're I, putting, I you're putting more analytical power into something into something than than was than was spent to write it in the first place. I realize that I am. I realize that I'm thinking. And the whole point of this thing is no one ever did no one at the spider offices kind of sit down and think and even give an iota of thought to the logistics of this thing. No, because apparently they don't because no, they apparently don't. It's just no. like, no, yeah, they just want to like, OK, we're just going to have again because we just want to have them fight symbiotes and we want to have an evil Spider-Man. They, they again, expect people basically <laughs> they expect people just to buy it because it's symbiote shit. And here's the here's the thing with that. Mm-hmm. They're right. Yeah, people will pick this this, oh, this yeah. shit up just because it's got symbiotes in it. Oh so, yeah. So why do they even need to bother? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. I'm I mean, sorry. it's a, the I'll, whole, go back, the whole, I'll go back to sleep. Yeah. Oh no, no. I mean, I I agree with you one hundred percent, George. I mean, because it's just everything about this. It just feels like we. It's it's got to this point where it feels like, okay, we got to basically again. It goes back to Dan Slott's major major problem here is that he just always feels the need to um pack a whole bunch of stuff in and it's almost like oh i've got to get i have to have certain characters do this and this and this to get to this to to get to here but there's no rhyme or reason for how they get there it's just so long as they get there yep it's all good but it just and this is just and and the thing is it's it's always can you can kind of see this happening like the closer he gets to the end it's more like oh i gotta rush and get to there real fast and just try like i don't care and i don't care how i get to the end as long as i get to the end 
because yep. it's got because everything has to go to because everything has to kind of have these little everything has to go along these little has to have <laughs> correspond to what I've envisioned ahead of time. Yeah, but, not a logical yeah. end. Let's just get there. No, if it makes any sense or at all. Mm. Yeah, right. Um, any other cons before we move on? Yeah. Well, just the fact that Spider-Man is not the hero of the story. No. You know, he spends his time being mind controlled by the villain. Yep. It's like, you know, I mean, I'm sick of those stories where Spider-Man, like I said, is not the hero of the story. Yep. And uh, I, 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 I tell you, I mean, um, this whole fixation on the five families and the Italian mob still being in control of everything. Um, you know, well, one, I thought the Kingpin controlled everything. Or is the Kingpin not in charge of everything? Like, you know, up he's the mayor of New York. He's uh, there now. He's Jameson's successor. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still not in control, right? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Is, that, is that for real? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's the mayor of New York City. <laughs> I mean, if you read Daredevil, which is a much better book, by the way, yeah, he became the he he finagled his way into the mayor office. So you know, and, and so like the, the wheels the, are so off. The the largest crime families in the world are all all white Italians. I mean, there's no the Russians aren't there, the Yakuza's not there, the Mexicans aren't there. I no. mean, this is like this is like the 1950s version of organized crime. So now those those are just my comments. Yeah. Well, we Jr. We know that Spider, but we can't have the Asian gangs in there because Spider Man feels bad about beating. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if we don't have any other uh, comments, let's move on to the last book of the month. Uh, I did forget. I said I would touch on it in the last review. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Failed to uh, this review, so continuity error on my part. But um, the fact that Spider Man was so easily controlled by the yes. symbiote when yep. oh, Felice can just push through it with the power of um, love once had, not yeah. even the power of love, <laughs> love of that once existed at some point. The power in of some exes universe. will compel her, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Just Felicia's just got so much more mental stamina and fortitude than Peter can ever dream of, apparently. Oh, Which, I mean, yeah, I can accept that, but yeah, and Price even tells Flash like he says, "Oh yeah, it's like Peter just welcomed the welcome my little loogie to become Spider Loogie. He was all for it. Mm-hmm. So is that so? Is Slot telling him is Peter like deep down wants to be evil? I mean, who knows? <laughs> just awful. Just an awful again, story. Again, given too much thought, thought in this. As, as uh, JR back in the 90s, or actually the 80s, uh, Spectacular was a better book than Amazing. Mm-hmm. Is this true <laughs> this month? Well, JR's got Spec 298. Well, see, Brad, you're proceeding from a false assumption. Okay. You're presuming that one actually is better than the other and that both of them aren't, you know, steaming piles of festering garbage. Uh, so, you know, that's one mistake there. Uh, but uh, don't you do like writer and artist and all that stuff? Uh, sure. Chip Sadarsky is the writer. Uh, Adam Kubert and Juan Frigari is the art on spec. Two ninety eight. All right, all right. I won't address Black Panther being on the the cover yet because I address Black Panther's presence a little bit later. So we'll start out with the juvenile front page summary of events again. And it's like, does anybody, does this add anything to the story? Does anybody remotely find this cool? I mean, this is like, what this is like, I think this is a, something a 12 and 13 year old would come up with to introduce the story, their idea of cool. Um, so anyway, that's, that's another page one. So uh, anyway, so Peter has been ostensibly arrested by the police, but he's really been taken by a rogue shield faction, rogue shield faction, 
Never saw one of those before, did we? All right. <laughs> no, and that, has, that has affiliated the police force called the Gray Blade, which, wait a minute. Wasn't that a George Hamilton movie sometime many years ago? <laughs> I don't that, even that, know that, that one. That's, that's the gay blade. I think you got I think I got to remove an R out of that. That's oh, the gay blade. Oh, <laughs> the gray blade. And it's like, what a name. Uh, anyway, so we have Agent Certs here. Okay. And uh, he tells Peter that uh, they really don't want him. They want his ex employee, Spider Man. You know, and it's kind of like these, I feel like I'm back in the seventies, you know, where Tony Stark's bodyguard, Iron Man, Spider-Man, or Peter Parker's friend, Spider-Man, you know, we really want your ex-employee, Spider-Man, and you know how to get him, right? It's like, what what the hell? You know, and so anyway, he leaves and then Peter says, boy, I could get out of here, but I don't want to reveal I'm Spider-Man. And I'm, you know, like I said, I think I'm in a time warp uh, back in the seventies. So anyway, so Peter's sitting here, then all of a sudden, uh, his maybe, maybe not sister, Teresa, uh, and we don't know how long that particular subplot is going to last. Uh, her and his best superhero buddy, the Human Torch, borrowed gear from Ant-Man, and they shrunk themselves, and they sneaked through the air vents, which, you know, considering how convenient that is, why don't more people borrow Ant-Man's technology? Why, don't, why doesn't Ant-Man franchise this out? Because <laughs> superheroes could escape from anything then with the Ant-Man technology, you know, and, and just think of how, how else Ant-Man could make some money. Hey, Ant-Man, I need to sneak in my girlfriend's bedroom without her parents noticing. Can I borrow, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, sure, kid, here you go. Um I mean, why not? Why, oh, sorry. <laughs> why not? We've had one version of Ant-Man who's a wife beater. I mean, so, you know, why oh, not? Have- oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Too soon, no. evidently. Well, it, had to, it had to come out at some point. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, so they don't get it. They don't, but you know, and of course all their meticulous planning, they forget to bring a helmet for Peter so he can shrink along with them. So what happens is Peter and maybe sister shrink and get away and the human torch stays behind and says something lame or whatever. Anyway, the Mason is busy stirring Aunt May's eggs, which, you know, I don't know how, you know, uh, now, hey, hey, you guys, you guys, now, you guys think I'm being dirty, you guys think I'm being, making, oh, making shit up. <clears throat> First of all, here is what the Mason, and now, now, see, is this guy a concrete contractor? No. Is he a member of the lodge? No. I mean, so anyway, so she's, so he says, pardon me, or he says to Aunt May, pardon me, can you keep an eye on the eggs? I have to take this. So he is literally stirring Aunt May's eggs. All and right? his first name is Ben. Oh, Ben Mason. So Aunt May has to say the word Ben. <sighs> Boy, gee, what? A, now that's not on the nose, is it? So I don't know what, you know, I don't know what purpose the Mason serves. I mean, I really wish he were a lodge member or whatever. I mean, at least that would be interesting, uh, I suppose. Um, so anyway, the Spider-Man calls and tells the Mason that his brother, the Tinker, is behind all of this. Uh, behind all of what? To be honest, I'm not sure. Because I've lost whatever narrative thread this story was supposed to follow. I mean, wasn't like wasn't an early part of the, the whole thing was a Spidey was supposed to be doing this hot chick called Roberta Lincoln or something. No, wait a minute. No, wait, Roberta Lincoln was a character in Star Trek. episode. Uh, but anyway, he was supposed to be doing this hot chick. And we haven't seen this hot chick for like how many issues now? Uh, so we've got this other plot that isn't making any sense. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so next next we have J. Jonah Jameson, you know, doing his best Hal Holbrook. You know, standing in the shadows. And, um, oh. So he's hanging out 
he's hanging outside the bar with no name, which actually really does have a name now, but I don't get the significance of the name because I would have had to read some other issue of some other comic that I'm not going to spend a blank, blank dime Star Lord number six. Uh, yeah. What the hell is that? That's what, because what? Zadarsky wrote it and he's the only one that read it. <laughs> anyway. So. Star Lord number so, six. So Jonah's been standing there waiting for a B-list villain to come out of the bar, which surely that can't take very long at all. Uh, so the shocker wanders out. And, you know, and so then he says all kinds of threatening things. Oh, well, if you're a parole officer and you're hanging out, all these guys, um, so, you know, shocker, you know, folds like a wet blanket or whatever and says he'll give information out on the tinkerer. So Peter and maybe sister are in a cab. And Peter's trying to convince her to go to San Francisco to use the people at Horizon University, which I guess these are still the same people formerly of Horizon Labs, right? Yeah. Uh, Max Modell. Max like, Modell's out. So or do they hate Peter because he, he, he caused the whole Parker Webware thing to crash like everybody else in the world seems to? We don't know. So, we don't know. Huh? No, we don't. Okay, because because everybody hates him, right? Everybody hates him and recognizes him on the street. You know, so I mean, even if you know they wouldn't recognize Mark Zuckerberg, probably uh, they would recognize him. So anyway, I don't know about Zuckerberg, but I know Zuckerberg might be recognized. <laughs> that's that's the that's the Northeast Ohio uh, pronunciation. <laughs> don't give me don't give me, don't give me those Texas pronunciations. You know? <laughs> Right, and, 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 and oh, by the way, when are you guys going to split into split into five states like you're allowed to anyway? Because I see that flag hanging up in your, you know, you know, <laughs> you're, you're not something of a nationalist there, are you? Anyway, although actually, I wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind if California seceded. Frankly, well, um, uh, you're, getting actually, off, you're getting off the road here. No, I'm not. Spider, no, Spider Man's in, in a cab. Oh, but yeah, but we brought up San Francisco, and that brings up all okay. sorts, of, sorts of California hate that I have. But anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> so he's trying to, you know, Peter says, you got to go to San Francisco and I'm going to stay down here and take care of Agent Sertz because he's really the bad guy. But I got to draw a beat on uh, on the Tinker. Then the Vulture comes because the Vulture was in the story at the very beginning, because when the series first debuted, we had the Vulture in the Spider-Man movie. But since it's been like six, seven months afterwards and the Spider-Man movie's already out on DVD, I don't know what the Vulture's still doing there because we don't need to plug him anymore. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so the Vulture and two non-entities that I don't have a clue who they are, uh, they beat the crap out of Spider-Man. And so, because Spider-Man is such a wussy and can't beat his own villains, he needs a guest superhero guest star to come in and save the day. Mm -hmm. Oh, Black Panther, what are you doing here? This story has been going on for eight months, and there's been absolutely nothing to suggest that you need to have any part of this whatsoever. (laughs) There's a movie coming up. But because I have a movie coming out, although every Marvel fanboy who is still reading comic books these days already knows I have a movie coming out. <laughs> so I have absolutely no idea what Marvel is really, really thought would accomplish by me showing up in a comic book that only comic book fans who already know about my movie are reading. I don't get it, but I'm here. Okay. So, but in order to tangentially have a point in this book, I am offered, going to offer your girl here asylum in Wakanda because I have Bucky on ice, and when he wakes up, he's going to need a nice girl to make out with. Oh, All right. So, wow. so the last page is the vulture telling the tinker that with the Black Panther in the mix, this is going to get a whole lot harder. So send everyone 
which implies that next issue is going to be another big old throwdown, which I just can't wait to read. All right. Wow. The the villain he actually beat was Whiplash. It's an Iron Man villain. And but anyway, uh, you're great, sir. Is that Whiplash? That's what, yeah. Whiplash has a new uh, but there's costume. Two, but there's two of them. No, I aren't there? Aren't there? No, there's just one, one villain. There's yeah. it's, it's the Vulture and Whiplash, is what I saw. Oh, oh, no, I guess. Oh, maybe it's maybe I need a new prescription here. I guess. What's you know that reminds that reminds me. I need to adjust something on this computer because it, it's making me look old. I mean, it's projecting. <laughs> you know, I, I, no, you sorry, are. Anyway. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, what, what uh, what's your grade on this one, Jr. Oh, I have to give a grade, really? After all that, it's a D. It's just a, a D. D. It just is. This is it better than Venom? The Venom Inc. No, not really. Well, slightly better because yeah. because I mean that is. I mean, I mean, come on! I mean, at least so. F- it's better. Just don't ask me to explain it. Okay. It's like it's like it's like, it's like it's like I think is it the way Zach explained better, or was it the late Kevin Cushing who explained how getting hit by a car was better than getting my hand cut off, something like that? It's, it, it's better in that. You know Michael Bailey and neither one of them are dead. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who, who on the panels read the book? Oh, are you I kidding have, me? Really? I have. Okay, I have. Zach, what's your grade on it? Oh, it's it's a D. Uh, Zdarsky, all the goodwill that he had garnered yeah. last couple uh, issues, last three months, mm-hmm. is now mm-hmm. just went back to a, he reverted back to form, and uh, this subplot sucks. And so, um, yeah, I don't care about uh, the inferior sister um, storyline. Uh, the, the the fact is is that this is just I feel like it's sort of spinning its tires until we get to three hundred. What Zadarsky's a letdown? Let me show you my shocked face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised. Yeah, to see, I was going to uh, hold it as long as I could. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was going to see Teresa Parker still hanging around. I didn't think that would uh last for. Oh, what? It's been about seven or eight issues, I think. It's yeah. been since the beginning of this la- launch of the series, yeah. yeah. It's just it, so let, let's go around the horn. Uh, so Zach read it. Ashley, you read it, you said? Um, I I paged through it. Um, okay. I haven't been keeping up with it. I'm not feeling Teresa Parker, but apparently she's the um, TP of the double ply variety, and she's sticking around for a little longer than I thought. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, What's I'm your grade not. on the book, Ashley? <laughs> I don't know if I can accurately grade it because I haven't been keeping up with the whole story, but I'm just, I'm not even, I, I don't even have a grade to it's give because I'm just not interested. Incomplete. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Mike, did you read it? No, I didn't get a chance to do it. Okay. So it's, it's me so. and Brad. And I don't like those. I was like, I'm it's me, too much. <laughs> Zach and JR. And I, I'll give it a, I'll give it a D also. Maybe a D plus because I did like it better than Venom. Jr. Your pros. I, I've got one that I like in it. And the the pro I like I like the Jonah saying I got Betty Brand up there with a, a camera on you. Shocker, which is creepy. I mean, I, I thought that was clever. I thought that no, was I, clever. The, again, um, Jigsaw Jameson uh, from the '90s <laughs> show showed up. Uh, Mike understood the reference. Thank you. Um, and that was that was somewhat en- marginally enjoyable. Um, again, the artwork is good with uh, Hubert. Uh, yeah. With, but other than that, I mean, this this entire hot mess of a story is almost as bad as Venom Inc. In my opinion. Uh, cons, Jr. It's your book. Con. 
I, I, I hate how other superheroes always have to come to save Spidey's ass all the time. You know, I just absolutely hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. Uh, I'm tired of the juvenile front page. And, and like I said, I have no idea where this story's going. I mean, I've been reading. Neither do the writers. <laughs> I mean, like I said, we had this. We, we promoted the story like Spidey gets a new girlfriend. Then all of a sudden, we, ta- you know, uh, we tangent onto uh, J. Jonah Jameson finding out his secret identity. And we've got the hat. We've got the maybe, maybe not sister. And. You know, and, and I don't, you know, and the agent certs here and, and the, the, the tinker. I don't I don't know what's going on. I, I, I understand. Either. I understand this less than I understand Venom Inc. That's an insult. Mm-hmm. That's an insult. I agree. It's not it's not properly paced and there's not enough um, detail. It's it's throwing a bunch of crap on the wall. See what sticks. The J. Jonah Jameson thing was probably the only good thing that's come out of this book since it's been, been relaunched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, is that. To me, this this thing will be canceled within a year. Very wise really? man was like, "Hey, <laughs> folks, don't get your hopes up about this." I don't know yeah. if he's so much wise is so much that he was, uh, you know, um, I don't know. I was right. I, I, I what do they say? Oh, the busted <laughs> clock is at least right two times a day. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Any other final thoughts before we wrap this show up? No, God, let's just move the hell on. Let's get All off right. of this. <laughs> George has had enough of the symbiotes. George has had a lot of books that you've not liked.